0: Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show.
1: Very sexy robot.
0: Hey, look at that pig.
1: Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence.
0: It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. Another week on the
1: podcast. It is a Monday. Al Dukes, how you be? Oh, hi there, Jerry. Jerry, I want to start off with... Uh, hopefully Eddie's still in the room, a birthday shout out from a guy who asked if we could give him a birthday <laughs> shout Ugh. out. He wanted one in the actual Boomer and Geo show. And I told him they don't do that, but we would stoop to these levels. It's uh, David in Orlando. It's his birthday, Jerry. And uh, I I'm reading from his uh, email to I me, mean, amidst, amidst, amidst all this quarantining, and my work being closed, nothing would cheer me up more than getting a little birthday shout-out from the guys on air tomorrow. Would really, really appreciate it. Still listening every day. Stay safe. Well, there you go. So, David in Orlando, happy birthday from I'd Eddie like Scazzeri.
0: No, he doesn't care. Oh. There's not a chance. I think he's gone. Um, as soon as he I heard w- birthday shout-out, he was like, Sue? Yeah, I heard the, ugh. Um. Right. I would like to be in Orlando right now. Uh,
1: That would be nice, sure.
0: It would be nice to be warm and have some sunshine because these last couple of days, oh.
1: Yeah, not good. Um, Today is my running slash take a shower day. So after this podcast, I'll go from my run and take a shower. So I'm looking forward to that. And there's a day. And there's a day. Also, Jerry got an email from a fellow named Hutz. 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 This was on, uh, I believe this was a direct message on Twitter. Okay. He says, uh, you guys seem to have a lot of knowledge in so many areas. Can you please acknowledge on your podcast, uh, uh, what is this? Hold on. The guy wanted to know. I'm going to start showing up to these rehearsals. Do you say we do? (laughs) This guy, Hutz, basically wants to know, Jerry, do you think you got more of your life knowledge, your knowledge that you carry in your day-to-day life now? Did you get that? from school or did you get that from not school real life real life always real life but i think school sets you up to learn more in real life
0: it does but i think if you and you know this is not my uh, understand not my understand this is not my belief Okay. Uh, Because I do think school is important for a lot more aspects than just learning. I think, yes, you need to learn the basics for sure, but I think school is huge for the social aspect. uh, Yes. Being able to interact with people, seeing different people, learning discipline, because, you know, your teachers and principals and counselors still control that when you're a kid, and I think that's a good thing. Uh, But in terms of the actual learning, after you get beyond the basics, for instance, if I look back at some in high school, the algebra classes that I took, the geometry classes, um, just, I don't want to say useless. It's not useless. useless. It's, I mean, if you end up in a field where that's going to become relevant, I suppose, but in real life, once you get beyond adding, subtracting, multiplying, and dividing, math, unless you're interested in it, really doesn't do much for you. Um, I, don't, I don't believe anyway. I think of some of the college classes I took, what a waste of time. You learn most by life experience, and that's why I I forget who it was that said if colleges want to really become relevant to the 18 to 22-year-old, and maybe they do now, I don't know, start having classes in real life. You know, teach people even in high school. Teach kids how to balance a checkbook. Teach kids uh, about car loans, about saving money, certain things like that. And I guess there are economic classes in some high schools, but not all of them do it. And I think real life is the greatest teacher of all.
1: Well said, Jerry. Real life wins out. One thing I've always wondered, and I don't have children, so I can't, I don't have any experience in this, but how do teachers or parents teach their kids how to read? That seems impossible.
0: Um, I think as kids, see, I got to remember this because we did this too. And my wife was great with the boys as they were getting to that age. She would read books to them every night. And I think part of it. If I had to take a guess, and I don't really know, but I would think a part of it, you're starting with those small three-letter words that also have images attached to it. And I think part of it becomes uh, remembering what the letters look like and what the sounds look like. And then from there, you start learning the letters and you put the letters together. But that's why you don't start with, you know, a 17-letter word. You start with cat, (laughs) C-A-T. Something that they actually, or mom, something they they understand and see every day. It's kind of like when you, it's funny because I took Spanish, Al, for four years in high school. And then I took it one year in college. And then I remember my sophomore year, I went in and the instructor was, she just started talking to us in fluid Spanish. And I I was lost. I had five years of it and I was lost. And then she goes, "If you don't know what," and this was the only English she spoke, because if you don't know what I just said, you don't belong in this class. Well, I dropped the class that afternoon because I <laughs> because I, I was um I was learning Spanish by reading it and processing it, not really seeing it and understanding it. And when
1: someone sense. speaks a language fluently, they speak much quicker than we can process if we don't know the language.
0: Sure, I mean, just look at Ch- just look at Ch- Chinese. If you ever look at that language or you try to read it, for us, it looks like we're looking at images, not letters. Right. So it's a matter of recognizing it, processing it, and then spitting it out. Not easy to do. That's why Rosetta Stone's a brilliant, brilliant woman.
1: Yeah, I have thought about that. Like, once this quarantine started, why didn't we all decide, let's learn Spanish?
0: Well, I'm glad you said that. Now, I don't want to learn Spanish. I'm really not interested. But I did say to my wife on, um, I guess it was yesterday morning, uh, after they or yesterday afternoon when the when the president said, "Listen, we're through April with this." I said, "I need to learn a skill. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I gotta find some book. It's not gonna be a. I don't want to become an electrician. That freaks me out because I can figure I'll electrocute myself. But I want to learn how to do something other than paint,
1: like plumbing." Yeah,
0: plumbing, you know, more so, I think I'd rather do more so like, like, like drywall, like stuff like, I like the idea of being able to build something, you know, maybe, you know, not build an addition on my house, nothing crazy like that, but maybe learn how to put in a patio, learn how to, you know, demolish the, uh, the, the concrete slab I have in the backyard that's been in this house for 30 years and redoing it, you know, things like that. I think that'd be fun.
1: I like that. And yeah. you become a handyman part-time when all this is said and done. And I'm fired. Yeah. Jerry the handyman. Um, I got into a bit of a fight and argument yesterday with people on Twitter about uh, you? dogs. Yeah. You're kidding. Uh, no, believe it or not, Jerry, uh, <laughs> I did get argumentative with people on uh, Twitter. I was just saying that uh, I didn't think it was right for dogs to, s- to be on your couch or sleep in the bed with you? Personal preference. Personal preference, but I did have a lot of, uh, you know, the dog people were very angry. They And I got this a lot. Why would, you, why would you even get a dog if it's not going to be with you on the couch or in the bed? Oh, I
0: have a good answer for this. What is that? Oh, because perhaps it'll end up dead if you don't. How about that? So adopt it. It'll still have a wonderful life. A wonderful life. Great food. Yes. I hate when people do that, honestly. It's kind of like, I'm not even going to get into it, but it's kind of like I've made the decision to do a certain thing to my cats and people yell at me for it. Right. And I remember, and it was declawing their front paws because they started basically ruining the house. Um, And I remember when I went to the veterinarian and I told them we were doing it, they said, that's fine, but we have to explain to you what you're doing to the cat. And I said, listen, I'm going to save you the spiel, the spiel, whatever. (laughs) I said, these two cats were rescue cats. The one in particular was living in a sewer um, during a, a hurricane a couple of years ago. I guess he's now three, so I guess it's three and a half years ago, whatever the case may be. I said, here's what we can do. We can do this, and they will live <laughs> a life of luxury where they can go wherever they want, be fed twice a day. They'll have the, the all the water in the world. They're going to be showered with gifts. They're going to have a seven-year-old that's going to play with them nonstop. They can jump on the couch, and they will love their life, or it could have been destroyed. Which would you prefer? And she said, I'll never forget her look. She goes... No one has ever put it to me that way. No problem. We will make the appointment. So it's personal preference, whether it's a cat or a dog. If As long as you take care of them, who cares what they're allowed to be on and they're not allowed to be on? Honestly.
1: Yeah, I had uh, dogs my entire life, you know, growing up. And our dogs were no dogs ever went on a bed. Like that was like a no-no. They didn't even attempt it. Right. But my uh, one of our dogs, or actually probably two of them, uh, they wouldn't go on the couch either, unless no one was home. Then they would sneak up. Like they knew it was wrong to go on the couch. Sure. But when we would come home, uh, we wouldn't. We would very rarely catch them on the couch because they were smart enough. They would hear the garage door. They would hear the keys in the in the front door, and they would hop off. But we we would come home and feel the couch it would be warm.
0: Sure. <laughs> then you could just look at them, and they you, you know you get the eyes.
1: Yeah. And then the, the the dogs started getting balls where they were like, they were only, they saw my dad as the leader. So the rest of us, they were just like, well, I'm going to go on the couch unless the leader's home. Unless, the, with the guy that yells at us. The guy that gives us the look and snaps his finger and then we sure. get off the couch.
0: Sure. Yeah, you know like what I, you want, man.
1: I would never curl up in a dog bed. They look very comfortable.
0: Oh, no, they are. Yeah, no, they're great. No, well, I'm getting
1: kidding. the dog, Jerry, <laughs> in about a month and a half.
0: Good for you. I, you've and, really uh, got this down.
1: I am, and I'm going to get a dog bed. The dog's not going to sleep in my bed.
0: But I guarantee you the dog is going to be well taken care of and have a wonderful yeah. life. And, and that's going to that
1: matters. He's going to be sitting right next to me on the couch, but on the floor of the couch. Which is fine. Like the and floor. If you
0: train it that way, what is the big deal?
1: That's right, Jerry.
0: I'm with you. Now, I'm a dog I, whisperer. Now, I would have been one. I would have no problem with the dog on the couch, personally. The bed, yeah. no. I, I, You don't need to be in my bed. I'm fine with the couch. But I'm also one that says, to each his own. If that's the way you want to raise your dog, raise your dog that way. As long as you're not beating it and you're taking care right. of it, it, cares?
1: That's fair, Jerry. Also, I asked people, because so many people told me how their dogs sleep with them. I said, what do you do when you want to make love? <laughs> when there's a dog in your bed.
0: You lock the door.
1: Yeah, but okay, so... Now to break the the mood, you're picking up a dog and walking it out the door. Then the dog is probably going to whine out the out the front, uh, you know, out of the the closed bedroom door. Going, why am I getting kicked out?
0: That could be. That's certainly very possible. Then you multiple. Then you make use of the laundry room, Al.
1: Multiple creepy people told me the dog just stays there, which is (laughs) that's disgusting. (laughs) That's funny. Right. The dog's gotta be like these two freaking animals. <laughs> right, coming from a dog. <laughs> right. I mean that's disgusting.
0: Well, listen, the animals are gonna see the worst side of you, aren't they?
1: They are Jerry, they're gonna see our best side and our worst side and love us the same.
0: Right, like when you do your naked yoga, your dog's yeah. gonna be watching you.
1: Gonna be like, well, What is going on here? Right. He's naked all the time anyway. <laughs> the dog. He's got, he's got fur. Yes. <laughs> I heard at the end of the program the Boomer and Geo Show today a uh, a pharmacist in Queens called in okay and he was upset that the city is still uh, having you do um, metered parking. Yes and his uh, he was upset because you know they're they're busting their balls working uh, and don't have time to run out and pay the meter. And he said, uh, this pharmacist, that when, you know, the, forget about alternate side rules, people are just leaving their cars there and not doing any, the people that live in the city. They're putting their cars there and they're not leaving their homes or their apartments so nobody's moving those cars so those spots are dead so they have to park in the metered spots. And he was upset that the city is still charging him to use the meter lot. Sure. But if the city wasn't charging, people would just stay in those spots Correct. all day and that pharmacist wouldn't have anywhere to park.
0: That's exactly right. I mean, I, I thought the same thing when he was telling that story. Yeah. I don't know what you want them to do in this case.
1: Right. Better that they're charging you because at least you have a, a place to go. Now, given yes. a ticket, that's a little, you know, unless you, didn't, <clears throat> unless you didn't pay at all. But I can't imagine like if you're like a doctor, nurse or somebody on the front lines there and you're like 10 minutes late with your with your paying the meter and get hit with a ticket. How are they going to know, though? I know. You're right.
0: You know, I mean, you want to appeal it later? I guess you can. But, I mean, is that person that's making the judgments going to be like, yeah, you're right? I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I think you're, right. kinda, you're screwed with that ticket. And that's the, the Unless they're given placards by the, by the state or the city.
1: That would be cool. A placard.
0: Yeah. A placard that could be scanned by the meter maid so that they don't have to worry about it. And they don't have to worry about it being phony.
1: Lovely Rita meter maid.
0: Real life experiences. This is where I come up with this idea.
1: This is uh real life experiences don't which teach uh, that in college. Right. <laughs> now it, you mentioned earlier when we were talking about that, that economics course in, in high school, which was well beyond I couldn't possibly have figured that out at the time. Right. But that's not just teaching you every day money, was it? Or that was that more like how accounting and
0: Al, I've never had that class. Yes, yeah. um, I never had that class in school or high school, and I think that that's something that should be mandatory. Starting to me, I would think starting like fifth grade, either maybe even fourth grade. I think kids should start being taught about money and finances, and it doesn't have to be this you know overly complex uh, curriculum. I just think you start with the basics, and as they get older, they learn more and more. They learn about interest rates. You know, I remember when we bought our first house. It was a townhouse, actually. I didn't understand one damn thing about the interest rates. I didn't get how interest was processed. Comp- I didn't get it. Um, it took me until, God, years and years after that I started understanding them. Um, you know, I remember thinking, oh, 5%, so that's not a bad interest rate. And then you look at how much interest you pay over the course of a mortgage, like, whoa, I'm paying right. double for this place. Um, I think it's a good thing for kids to learn. I think you know, and especially in high school. And again, I don't know. I went to, I went to St. John Vianney in Homedale, and I loved it there. And we had, um, you know, normal classes. But I don't, unless it was offered, and I didn't take it. I don't remember an economics type of class, like real life stuff. And maybe in public schools they do it. I don't know. But I think that should be mandatory in all schools.
1: Yeah, I'm with you, Jerry. Let's let's get that going when this whole coronavirus thing clears up.
0: Yes, you want to start a uh, crusade?
1: Yeah, a whole crusade. You and I will go in, we'll start talking to the kids about credit card debt, and I'll bring some Dave Ramsey um, uh, lectures and that sort of thing.
0: And there's your guy, Dave Ramsey. I call, My main call.
1: man, James, Dave Ramsey. Right. All right, Jerry, the warm-up program.
0: That's it? We're done already? We're done. Wow, that was quick. All right, cool. Mm, that's
1: all right. Warm-up, got to get on this run, Jerry. I've got to uh, run on a path. nothing to do all day. That's true, but I like to get it out of the way. Well, then
0: go enjoy yourself and have a good time.
1: I went to go on a run uh, Sunday morning, it must have been, or no, Saturday morning, and I see as I start running down this path, I see all these cats on the running path. Really? I'm like, what is this now? Are these cats going to come at me? Some person just put all of this cat food out for all these rando stray cats.
0: Got it. So, did you just run by them?
1: I, I was like, what am I going to do here? So, I did run by them. I thought, you know, are they going to think I'm coming after them? That they going to attack me with their claws? Uh, no, they ignored me. Just watched me go right by as they enjoyed eating their food.
0: Aha. Uh-huh. There you go. Then well, I, I, thought, I hope well, you don't that was, see those wild cats again today.
1: I did think, well, it was nice of the guy to feed the cats. Although, you know, it encourages feral cats to just roam around. But it, Yes, it does. And that's It was nice. It was like a nice thought to feed cats. All
0: right, well, why don't you go feed the cats out by your building and see how (laughs) many show up?
1: Right by the front door. (laughs) Just start putting cat food in front of the place.
0: You're leaving the building soon. What are
1: you get? There'll there'll be be an email to all the residents. Is someone feeding cats out front? (laughs) Not me. (laughs) All right, Jerry. Warm up next. (laughs) So...
0: the warm-up show with alan jerry the shortest show on
1: wfam all right here we
0: go it's a monday morning it's the warm-up show we start a new week from our homes and we're starting to get used to this i gotta be honest al dukes how are you
1: oh hi jerry yes i am getting used to this getting up just walking a few feet having coffee but uh i'm getting a little stir crazy here i did go to the food store yesterday Okay, and that's a, that's a big day out. That was a big day out and i went early in the morning because i was up you know Keep these hours that we do here uh, on the weekend. And I didn't realize I was showing up at the time when the old people are allowed to shop by themselves. Right. I got to tell you, though, the guy checking at the front took one look at my neck. And let right you through Let me right through He said this man's neck is looks like it's 65 and older Right through sir
0: So you were supposed to be 65 and they
1: let you in? I think you're I don't know I did see You know how like sometimes people uncomfortably look at a body part Like the guy like You know like if you were like out on the beach And someone had like a big belly You might kind of glance down at their belly This is what this guy did to my neck And he was just like right through Here you go <laughs> I don't know if that's really awesome or really sad. I think the combination of me wearing my old man glasses and my bad neck, my old man neck. <laughs> Here you go, sir. So, dude, did,
0: were, were you able to get in and out and get everything you need?
1: I got everything I needed. Luckily, I, I beat out a, re, a real old woman to get the last roll of paper towel. So I was able to reach over her and just make oh, sure boy. that I got the last thing a bounty.
0: I'm not so sure I'd be proud of that or telling <laughs> anybody that.
1: Jerry, these are hilarious jokes I'm doing right now. So don't, don't you, lest you think I really boxed out an old woman. I did see an older... I do, actually. I, I, I did see a woman in there, though, who looked frantic like she didn't want to be in the store, but she... You needed necessities. Right. So she was like walking around mumbling to herself. I can
0: imagine. Well, see, here's what you're finding. Number one, you're finding people arguing with people online over the space, which I understand. Right. And And I have not gone out in several since... I was out, unfortunately, uh, not for the right reasons on, th- on Thursday and Friday, but Saturday, Sunday, have not left the house. And i got to tell you, it's been quite nice. But when I was going out, you had people not killing each other. That's not fair to say, but you can tell that people are getting a little testy. They're on they edge. Yeah, and they've had enough of being boxed in and only going to the supermarket or Walgreens, basically. Right. So I get people talking to themselves, and for you, you live by yourself, you're home by yourself, you're exercising by yourself. Good Lord, I can only imagine how
1: tough it's been. I'm talking to myself, these sorts of things. Now, I did see that Donald Trump said he's now given a date of April 30th when we're going to open up the country.
0: I like that date because it feels like we're giving it a lot of time. And there's something to look forward to now.
1: Yes. It also gives us, Jerry, a little cushion if April 30th isn't the, isn't the date before. There's a nice cushion between April 30th and Memorial Day weekend. Agreed. I'm Plen- opening the country Memorial Day weekend.
0: Well, I mean, listen. I'm going to hold a parade. Earlier in May with a parade, that would be awesome. Yeah. If you want to start the official parade
1: Memorial Day weekend, yeah. perfect. I'm going to walk down, I don't know if anyone's going to join me, if they're going to close the road, but I'm going to walk down Main Street in Matawan, New Jersey, on April 30th.
0: I did say, well, I think if you start it and you tell people, you probably have a nice little parade of people behind you. I will say, I saw on the show sheet that you put in, yeah. that Mike was talking about how when everything comes back, it's going to be crazy. And he is right, yeah. because you are going to have an orgy of sports every single day. Every you day. say
1: you say an orgy of sports, I believe Mike said uh, sports utopia same difference. Um, yes, but like all the sports will be played at one time. I think that'd be awesome. That's actually bad for all the other sports besides uh, NFL football, because if you're competing with NFL football, you screwed.
0: Yeah, I understand your point. You're right about that. But there are other days you'll be playing that you can be front and center. So yes, on Sundays and Monday. Well, Monday night games sometimes aren't great.
1: Oh no, but... they're going to be much better this year, Jerry, because we're Fair. hungry.
0: All right, fine. So you Thursday. got Sunday, Monday, and Thursday, but you could play and load up on Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday.
1: What if we gave each league, like they get to dominate certain days? Like baseball gets like Tuesday, Wednesday, thur Tuesday, Wednesday. Then we give the NBA Thursday, Saturday, and hockey whenever, because no one's really watching that. Give hockey Friday. Hockey Friday night, like when they usually put um, the children's shows on the, the network television because they know just families are home. The rest of us, Jerry, like me, are out very busy with big plans on the weekend. <laughs> did you happen to see, I know you probably don't follow him on Instagram, Jerry, Aroldis Chapman. I did. Uh, I don't follow him either, but uh, I did see the post. He posted a picture where he's sitting at uh, what appears to be like a kitchen table and he's wearing a tank top. He is now the most muscular man in America. Yeah, and it'd be interesting if he can pitch that way. He looks like, you know how like The Rock now looks ridiculous? Yes. Veins everywhere and muscles on muscles and giant shoulders and ripped arms with tattoos everywhere. He looks like you. This, so oh, I wish, Jerry, if I looked like our oldest chapman, I'd be walking around shirtless all the time. <laughs> He's so muscular. Well, there is no is way that Yeah, but there is no way
0: that's good for a pitcher. Well, that's what I said. It would be interesting if he can pitch that way because forget a pitcher. It's for any position player. Yeah. You need flexibility. I mean, I, does he have it? I, I don't know.
1: I prefer my pitchers built like – I remember Ken, Kent Toccoli from the Pittsburgh Pirates in you like the 70s. You always bring up Kent Because <laughs> <laughs> he figured, looked like a dork. <laughs> I
0: figure Cecil Fielder maybe.
1: <laughs> no, no. I like a Kent Toccoli type. Like, like the he, glasses. Yeah, he's like built like John Jastrzemski, you know, just like super thin. <laughs> <laughs> but the arm, you know, the arm is. Uh, we need a lanky arm for pitchers. That would help. I agree. You know, like even like who is that dude who pitched uh, for the uh, Mariners uh, and the Randy Arizona Johnson? Diamond? Yeah, who is like that he- guy? <laughs> <laughs> Hey,
0: who was that guy in the Yankees He hit a lot of home runs? Babe Ruth?
1: <laughs> 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 like, he was a big man, but he was a muscular. But he was right. tall and lanky, a little more solid than my main man, Ken Toccoli, who probably yeah, weighed he, about 80 pounds. He was just a dude that could yeah, fire the ball 100 miles a an dude. hour. Just a dude. Yeah, I, I know. mean, if if you had to do Tommy John surgery on a Araldis Chapman's arm, now they wouldn't be able to get to the wherever the, the whatever that Tommy John muscle is they're trying to get to tendon. <laughs> the Tommy John muscle, yeah, the tendon, whatever which one it is, the you got to get. <laughs> yeah, the UCL, you got to get through all those muscles. Yeah, that must be tough to navigate
0: through. I'm sure it is. Yeah, <laughs> that guy. I'm still I can't get on that <laughs> one.
1: <laughs> no, it's great, Jerry. This was like almost like a um uh, a radio charades. Like I just all I said was that guy who pitched for the Mariners and Diamondbacks, and you knew immediately. Pitched for the Yankees, too. Yeah, you know, I was going to say that, that I was like, what if he didn't pitch for the Yankees? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I was sure he pitched for the Mariners and the Diamondbacks. That was a no-brainer for We're me. not so sure on the Yankees. <laughs> and I thought if I said Yankees and you didn't guess it, <laughs> and the reason was because I said Yankees, and that was incorrect, that I would look like a fool out oh, here, Jerry.
0: Tremendous. That's all right. That's all right. I
1: see that Phil Mickelson is mentioning that perhaps uh, he and Tiger Woods will do a rematch. Love this. I during, can't
0: tell you how much I love this.
1: By the way, this is a great idea to do it during coronavirus yes. because we are starved I know. for entertainment.
0: Hey, no, dude, no joke. I'm sitting here with my son watching Met Games from 2019 <laughs> and enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> I actually sat down yesterday. Him and his friends were playing uh, online the show, yeah. and I'm watching baseball, even though it's a video game. I'm like, what the hell? I'll watch. All yes, right, let's this go. is something.
1: Yeah. Now, now this didn't get a lot of buzz when it first happened when Mickelson uh, played Tiger Woods, right?
0: It was okay. It wasn't what I think they expected it to be. But you do it now. I would be into it, and I'll tell you why. If you go back to like '99, 2000, I want to say. At the end of the summer, I remember Tiger did a night special where they played under the lights in Arizona, and that was relatively successful. Could you imagine if you get him and Mickelson now, and that wasn't Mickelson, I don't believe he played at the time, but now, and I know they did this last year or whatever it was, and it was okay, you do it now with nothing else on? I'm telling you, people are dying to watch something, which is why I thought that NBA diversion game was such a great idea. Yeah, give us something to watch, and that's why the iRacing has become so popular. This, this, this racing thing, the simulated racing—people are watching it.
1: Why not? Well, they better get this together by April 30th because the Donald's <laughs> opening up the country, Jerry. And if once the country gets opened up, we're no longer interested well. in. Uh, Phil Mickelson versus Tiger Woods. I
0: will tell you, it would still do okay, but it would be through the roof if they can get this up and running in the next couple weeks. I completely yeah. agree with you.
1: Now, last week, a photo video emerged of Ben Roethlisberger. Yes, he looked like a grizzly bear. looked like a grizzly bear. Uh, he had a big beard. People thought he looked fat. He was being fat-shamed on the internet. Yeah. He's claiming that the beard is the thing that makes him look fat, that once he shaves the beard... You're going to see a slim and trim Ben Roethlisberger. Are you growing a quarantine beard? I'm not. I I actually
0: thought about it, but uh, I opted against it. So, no, I'm still shaving every uh, third day. Maybe not every other day, but every third day. So, no, I'm not doing a quarantine beard. And he might be right about that, but I will say if you watch it, his face looks fat. Right. He's got a fat face. You can see it in the cheeks. But I don't know that that's just not his look, though. Yeah. You know, some people just look puffy.
1: Right. Who knows? Maybe he was eating a uh, uh, pretzel with salt on it and it bloated him a bit.
0: Yeah, very possible. A lot of salt. Lot of, I, you don't seem to be a salt guy. But, uh, yeah, yeah, You do Not a big salt, salt guy. guy. No, he, I wouldn't think so.
1: I think peop- a lot of people are surprised, the people that are, the men that are growing beards during the quarantine, that uh, if you haven't tried that in a while because your job, you know, you want to look nice and trimmed up. But if you're growing the beard now, a lot of guys are getting surprised at the amount of grays in their beard.
0: Uh, yeah. for me, right at the point, you get a lot of gray. At the point. Yeah, like at the tip of the beard, like right underneath your mouth. Not good. Yeah, they not call that like good a, good.
1: a salt and pepper. Yeah, I don't like beard. It. I don't care for it. I think it makes so one distinguished.
0: Yeah, well, you say distinguished, I say old, and you you have the fat, you know, the thin, old neck. You don't need that. We're going to take a break. Okay. When we come back, Al is going to talk to us about going to an empty mall over the weekend and walking around like he owned the place. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> yeah. then we'll have Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan.
1: It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry.
0: The superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got a couple more minutes till Boomer and Geo on a Monday morning. One of the cool topics that we discussed Saturday, I see it on the show sheet again for today, but a little bit differently now is the idea that the NBA could, in fact, get its team and its teams in a couple of different locations and maybe restarts. That'd be kind of cool. What else there, Al?
1: Jerry, I'm seeing that uh, people are stocking up in the Midwest on uh, baby chicks.
0: Because they
1: want these chicks to grow up to be chickens to give them eggs in case there's a real problem with coronavirus. I could see that. You know what? If you have a farm, why the hell not? I have a legitimate question. This isn't me doing shtick, Jerry.
0: Okay, I probably won't have the answer. Okay.
1: Does a chicken need to engage with another chicken to produce an egg, or does it just? If I had a solo chicken in here, it was had no physical contact with another chicken. Would it be dropping eggs? Uh, Eddie? Yes. <laughs> How often? Daily. One egg a day or multiple eggs? I'm going to say one, but not sure. One a day. So it's I would like need 12. a vitamin. So you need really 12 chickens to produce a dozen eggs every day for yourself. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sherry, did you see that? Uh... <laughs> did I see one? <laughs> did you see... Uh... Hoda from the Today Show. Yeah, Thursday. Uh, Yeah, she was interviewing uh, Drew Brees about his $5 million donation. She Mm -hmm. was crying. She broke down. I got to say, one, good for Drew Brees. We're here to help you get
0: through the (laughs) coronavirus crisis. Please follow all safety and health directives to keep yourself and others as healthy as possible.